I follow God. Worship service number 222, December 27, 2020. This message, follow God, it has a few sections. Just so you know, you have to be prepared. The first section is, I am a follower. The second section is, who is a good leader? The third section, can I trust God? What a question, right? The fourth section is walking with Jesus. And in order to follow God, the fifth section is making disciples. So we will go directly to the scripture coming from the gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verse 17, section A. And we read in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, words of the Lord Jesus. And he says, come, follow me. Come, follow me. That's the invitation the Lord has for us. So, if I am a follower, which we all are, there are many possibilities about how and to whom we are going to follow. The first thing that we can follow is evil. Do you agree? Sometimes we did. Sometimes we do. Sometimes we will. Unfortunately, there is a possibility of following, following evil. And you know, we know the consequences of that. That was terrible, is and will be. But the other thing that we can follow is our instincts. You know, that sincere uh, desire in our hearts for doing what uh, we feel it is, is good. Unfortunately, not always is good. You know, our instincts, my friend, not always are the voice of God. Some people say, I just got this feeling. Well, well yeah, but she's married. <laughs> I just got this feeling that I should go there. Well, no, it's not ideal because you're going to break the law. Instincts are something that is like evil. If you just follow your instincts, you could be in problem. Instincts. Now, other people are more cerebral, right? Some people say, well, I'm not uh, giving in to my emotions and my feelings. I follow my mind. I think about everything I do. Good for you. The problem with that is sometimes our mind goes against God. <laughs> we follow our own ideas. Is that the best thing to do? No, my friend. It's not the best thing to do. Well, sometimes we just follow a bad person. Somebody comes up in our lives. It could be somebody in the neighborhood. When we were kids, you probably remember, there were other kids and they were started to show us Bad things to do, and here we go. <laughs> we were just doing what was wrong. And eventually, we are leading others to do the same thing. What is wrong? Because we can all follow a bad person. However, sometimes we have in front of us a good person. Somebody that does good in life, right? And we say, you know what? I would like to follow this person because it's a good person. Those are options, my friends. However, what's the best option for us? Is to follow God. That's why we are here. We want to follow the Lord because I am a follower. The Lord Jesus says, come follow me. But if we follow leaders, what are, what are some of those characteristics of a good leader? Well, the first thing that I want in one leader is that this person follows God. Would you agree? If you are going to follow somebody, 
at least you want that person to follow God. It's important to have some, some leader like that. Because if this person follows God, I'm safe. I'm safe. Another very important characteristic of a good leader is this person has mentors. You know, a mentor is, is not just somebody that teaches things to you. Your mentor also is someone that you are accountable to. If I am following a, a leader, it's a, it's, a, it's a godly leader. This person follows God. I want to make sure this person is accountable to others. Because anyone can make a mistake. Would you agree with that? Anyone. Sometimes we pastors, we feel, unfortunately, so self-confident that we are doing everything so right. And uh, guess what? Not always we do things right. We need to be accountable. We have to continue being accountable and follow good mentors and talk to the mentors about our problems. But if I want to have a godly man that follows God as a leader, and I know this, this person has a good mentor, if I have to choose, I will prefer to have one leader that is experienced than someone that is not experienced. This week, I told you earlier, my wife went through surgery again. Our surgeon is an orthopedic surgeon in Dallas. Is a person with a great experience doing that. Now, if you have to put your body <laughs> in the surgery room in the hands of somebody, if you have to choose someone with experience or somebody without experience, what would you do? Obviously, right? When choosing a leader, it's the same thing. You know, nothing against people that don't have experience because after all, for instance, this doctor, this surgeon, he needed to start somewhere, right? But it's better always, in my opinion, if I have to follow somebody, I want somebody that is experienced in life. Because that tells me this person knows more about it. Has, 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 uh, knows, knows how to handle certain things. And of course, I want somebody also that is knowledgeable. You know? I want a leader that... I talk to this leader about different things that this person has knowledge. And shares knowledge with me. And uh, if I ask a question to my, my mentor, my leader, this person says, yes, I, I am familiar with that idea and blah, blah, blah. Or, you know what, I don't have an answer yet, but let me find out and I will bring it to you. That is one of my favorite things with the disciples that the Lord is giving me throughout the years. I want disciples asking me questions. Do you know that we broadcast eight times per week live? Right? Our YouTube channel is growing, and we have so many views. The last report I heard, 28,000 views of our videos per month. It is incredible, and we thank you, friends, for, for following and watching. But you will not believe this. Many of those videos are the result of a question. One of our church members recently asked me this question, said, hey, uh, uh, what about jealousy? Can you tell me something about jealousy? And I said, that's an interesting topic. Well, we put the video out there. And every question that you may have 
dear viewer, don't hesitate. Go to the website, chat on the, on the website, send an email, call the church, etc. Feel free to reach out. Because if I don't have an answer, I will research, and that helps me also to grow. You know what? It is interesting this, but in the process of teaching and learning, and learning and teaching, which you know is a cycle, the one that learns the most always is the teacher. <laughs> always, always. But of course, if I have to choose a leader, you know what? You know what? I want someone that loves me. I don't want just a, a, a guy with a great brain. I want a guy with a great brain and experience, but I want someone that loves me. I want somebody that, if I am in trouble, will talk to me with kindness and understands my, my difficulties. Right? But, you know what? In order to show me that love, that person has to have time for me. That's the time. I want a leader that has time for me. I called my leader. I called my mentor. Talk. Friends, in these days, there is no excuse to not talk to anybody. Phones, apps, video chats, text messaging. Come on. If you are not talking with your leader, don't blame your leader. <laughs> it's not entirely up to you. The Lord Jesus, Mark 1.17, said, Come, follow me. That is what he said. Okay. Now, can I trust God? If you decide to trust God, this is a very important question. Can I trust God? <laughs> My friend, the Lord has never, never failed. The Lord has never failed. Never, ever. Perfect. Perfect, the Lord. Always perfection. And he had never betrayed anyone. Can you trust God? Of course. He will never fail you. God will never fail you. And God will never betray you. You can trust in the Lord. You can feel confident. And say, yeah, I can trust in God. And actually, my friends, he is the most reliable one. Can you find somebody more, more reliable than the Lord? Really? Impossible. Because he is there. Even, you know, when we have a good leader, a good mentor, sometimes that mentor is on vacation. <laughs> sometimes that mentor is asleep. Sometimes that mentor is just doing other things. It's not available. But you know what? God is always reliable. Always. That's why we can trust in him. Because he's always there, available for you. You know what? If you think, well, I want to know if, uh, if there is anything that the Lord can share with me about this particular topic. I'll tell you this story. This guy in North Carolina one day heard from a preacher that God has amazing wisdom. So he said, I'm going to talk to the Lord about that because I like the idea of acquiring knowledge. So he prayed. And said, Lord, I want you to give me all the wisdom that you can give me about everything. So the story that I heard, I am not certain this is a true story. But somebody said to me, it's a true story. However, in this story, says that this guy said to the Lord, Lord, give me all the wisdom that you can give me. And the, and the Lord says to, says to this guy, well, I cannot give you all the wisdom 
you know, all, all the wisdom I cannot give you, but what I can do is to give you a lot of wisdom about a particular area if you care for it. Okay? You pick one. So this guy is, you know, and he has a land. So in his land, which is several acres, he thinks, well, I have some peanuts here. Lord, can you give me wisdom about peanuts? <laughs> and the Lord says, certainly. And slowly he says that uh, the guy started to receive revelation about peanuts. Of course, peanut butter. And then he decided to start doing analysis about the chemistry of peanuts. And many sub-products that came out of that encounter with God, asking God, Lord, can you give me wisdom about peanuts? You are thinking, I don't see the point. That's precisely the issue. You have to understand that God has knowledge. He knows everything. He can share that knowledge with you. When you are in trouble, my friend, and you don't know what to do in certain things, pray. But you know what you do? You research on your phone. That's the first thing you do. You rely more on your phone than on God. That's the problem. There is an emergency. Somebody gets hurt. This person is on the floor. Trying to figure out yourself what to do. If you only pray first, you will see the difference. There are financial difficulties sometimes. And you just don't know where to start to fix the, these problems with money management. If you just pray first, you will see the big difference. Because the Lord knows everything. You have trouble with your family. You don't know how to reconnect with this child or whoever is the person. And you are starting talking with people here and there. If you just pray first, the Lord will tell you what to do. Because the Lord knows everything. He is reliable. He has never failed. He will not betray you. He is reliable and He knows everything. God, He, he is there for you. You just need to trust Him. And learn to listen His voice. That is what you need to do. Learn to listen His voice. But what else could be a good reason to trust in God? <laughs> well, he can do everything. <laughs> Is there anything impossible for the Lord? What do you think? Is there anything impossible for the Lord? There is nothing impossible for the Lord. What seems to be impossible for God, no impossibilities, my friend. You don't have a job, he can give you a job. You are ill, he can heal you. You are alone, he can give you a spouse. You don't have a house, the Lord will provide for you. You don't have a working vehicle, the Lord will help you to make that vehicle to work or to provide a new vehicle for you. There is nothing impossible for God. He is the Almighty. He can do everything. Things that you cannot even imagine, he can do because he is God. You can trust him. That's why you can follow him with peace and joy and contentment. And every single day you wake up in the morning thinking, well, this is a new, a new day. I'm going to trust in you, Lord. I know things. I know I can trust you. 
You will not fail me, Lord. Imagine this prayer, my friend. Lord, I know you will not fail to me. I know you will not betray me. I know you are reliable. I know you know everything. And I know you can do everything. Imagine, do you understand the power of that worship to God? I hope you understand what I am saying. The power of that worship to God. You know, God receives your prayers in that fashion as an adoration. Because you are putting all your trust in Him. And you know what the Lord says? There you go. That's what I wanted to see in you. That is exactly what I wanted to hear from you. That finally you got it. That you understand that I am your God and I can fix your problem. Everything. All the time. There is nothing impossible for the Lord. And of course, you can rely on His love. Now I would like you to say after me, the Lord loves me. Let me hear your voice again. The Lord loves me. Now, take a deep breath and say it one more time. The Lord loves me. How hard is for so many people to accept that? They say, no, you know what? I, I don't feel it. <laughs> I always have said this. People that have a trouble connecting with God always has an issue related with your father figure on earth. Those people that have loving fathers, loving dads, for them it's easier to connect with God than those who never had that figure. That dad, that loving God, dad, the father that was there for them. But God is a much better father than your earthly father. You just need to rely on his love and, uh, and learn to receive that love every day. Imagine in you, in, if in your daily prayer, when you wake up, you say, Lord, I know you will not fail to me today. You will not betray me. I can rely on you because you know everything. You can do everything. And especially because you love me. Here is the Lord in his holy throne. Listening to your prayer. And he says, wow, my child really got it this time. That's the whole objective for him. That you connect with him in a level. My friend, listen to this. This is the supernatural walk that you need to start doing every day. It's a supernatural walk. It's when you just walk by faith. You just don't doubt what is going to happen tomorrow. You don't doubt what is going to happen with your health or with your money or with your family, with your children or their children or their children or anything else. You don't worry about the economy. You don't worry about politics. You don't worry about the government. You don't worry about anything. You just walk by faith. That is a supernatural walk. You are not walking on solid ground. You are walking on the clouds. The cloud of the Holy Spirit. It's just, you just walk supernaturally. There is no doubt for you. But I have doubts. I don't have enough faith. Well, let's start with declarations in the morning. Let's start with those declarations. With your prayers. When you get in your vehicle, you can start it. Especially with this weather, it's too cold to have the car without the heater. I got it. 
But start your car, put the heater on, have your drink there, your coffee, your tea, whatever. And before you take off, you're going to pray. And you're going to say, Lord, I know you are with me. You will help me today. You know, you know everything. You can do everything. You can provide for me. You are my healer. And you love me, Lord. And I trust you. No matter what. You know what happened in that moment? You were sitting on that seat. You were. But as mo at the moment you are praying that way, suddenly you start to go to a seat that is in the cloud of glory. Supernatural walk. You can do it. Oh, but I thought that that is only for those ministers that are there in huge stages with thousands of people and they just forget about it. That supernatural walk is available for everybody. All that is required is to have faith. Believe. It's all that is required. Just believe. Believe that he is with you. But when you have these wrong ideas constantly attacking you, that God doesn't love you, that nobody cares, that you are this and that, you know what? That's exactly the opposite. That is not what the Lord wants you to have every day. Forget about all the negativity. Forget about all, even sometimes we have to forget about the reality. What do you mean by that? Well, sometimes your, your body hurts. <laughs> Sometimes you don't have the money available there. Sometimes you just can have to forget about the reality and just say, I'm going to walk by faith. I don't know how the Lord is going to provide for me, but he will do it. And he will because, you know, when you have that faith and you declare and you pray and you praise God, you know what happens? You are honoring God. And the Lord says, okay, I'm going to give you because according with your what? Declaration. Declarations of faith. You will receive. You will receive according with your faith. And the Lord said, if you only had a, a little, a little faith, like a little mustard seed. It's just like a little dot, my friend. A little faith. That's all that is required. You will see a big difference in your life. You will. The Lord Jesus says, Mark 1.17, come, follow me. You see, we are walking now with him. And, but what is the meaning of walking with him? <laughs> this is beautiful. The first thing is if you are walking, you are not stuck. <laughs> right? If you are walking, you are moving. Do you agree? If you are walking, you are moving. Right? I'm here. I'm going to walk. One, two, three. Four steps. I'm moving. I am walking with Jesus. I'm not a stock. So what is the meaning of that? The meaning of that is that you, as a, as a human being, in your spirituality, in your mind, yourself, your true self, is moving forward. Do you know that you are more than the body that you have? Are you aware of that? Or do you think that you are that flesh? Do you think that all that is you is that face and that head and those arms and those fingers? Do you really think that's you? You are mistaken. That's not you. That's just the temporary body that you will have here for how many years? 90, 100, 120, whatever. That's just a package. That's not you. The true you is inside of you. 
It's your spirit, your soul. That's the true you. Walking with Jesus means that you are, you are not stuck. You are advancing. You are advancing. You are not stuck. You know who are, who are the ones stuck? Those who do not listen to God's word. They are stuck. Because you see them. And you hear their conversations. And I want to tell you, with all respect to everybody, but that sentence that many people say, the same old, what is what they say? When they ask them, how are you doing? The same, what? The same old, no, when they say, that's the same old, same old, same old, I don't know even what is what they say. Same old, same. Same old whatever, same old whatever. You know, that bothers me, especially when, they are Christians. So what's, what's new with you? You know, I always challenge people. And you be ready, Frank. I will ask you that question next time. What's new with you? You better tell me something new. <laughs> hey, Mike, what's new with you? Tell me something new. Charlie, Chance, everybody. What's new with you? You cannot be stuck. Friend, watching. If you are walking with Jesus, you are not stuck. Here, the same also, whatever the saying is. No, that's baloney. That's a lie. That's for those who are not listening to God's word. Do you know the, the whole universe continues evolving? Everything grows. And there are cycles, of course. Flowers, plants, etc. Generations, yes. But nothing is in it. Even the rocks are changing. Crystals, everything changes. But when you are following God, you're trusting in Him, you are walking with Jesus, you are not a stock, my friend. You are not. You should be moving forward to whatever is what the, the Lord has for you. The second thing that I need you to understand when you are walking with Jesus is that you are not alone. You are not alone. Well, I hate to disagree with you, preacher, but uh, I am alone. No, you are not. Well, yeah, I don't see anybody here in my room. I'm alone. That's what you think, but you are not alone. The Lord God is there with you. The Lord Jesus is there with you. He said that. I'll be with you forever. He said that. He is there with you. You are not alone. But you need to talk to him. I want to tell you this. It's, it's funny, but imagine for a second that I am Jesus, okay? Just for a second. Give me that privilege, okay? For a second. So here, here is you. And you are alone, okay? Attention viewers. Attention camera shoppers. Okay, attention viewers. So here is you, okay? And I'm Jesus. I'm with you because I promise you I'll be with you. But here is you. And you get up. You fix your coffee. You get ready for work. And I'm here, willing and eager to talk with you, to give you love, love on you. I'm Jesus, right? In front of you. And, and you know what you are doing? I'm alone again. I'm sad again. And here is around you the Lord. Do you see that? 
You are not alone unless you don't want to talk to him. But that is your problem. With this illustration, you have to get it. It's up to you. You, you, you choose to keep quiet. That, my friend, is your choice. You don't want to talk to him? Don't talk to him. It's your choice. But you are not alone. If you are with Jesus, you're walking with Jesus, he is there with you all the way. And you know what? When you are walking with Jesus, you are not lost. Christians, believers, church members in different places, I ask them, so what's the plan? What's the next move? What are you planning for 2021? And some of them, they say, well, you know, I'm, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. And I feel alone. I'm lost and confused. And I'm thinking, man, you need something. Let's start with a cup of coffee. <laughs> and then I'm going to grab you, you know, from your shirt. <laughs> Shake you a little. <laughs> Come on. No. You're walking with Jesus. You're not stuck. You're not alone. You're not lost. Remember the song, Amazing Grace? What is what it says? Once I was what? Lost. But now what? I'm found. Yeah, you are not lost. You are not. Remove that idea from you, please. And the fourth thing, when you are walking with Jesus, you are not afraid. You shouldn't be afraid. Here is the Lord, God Almighty, with you to protect you. Day and night. Winter, summer, spring, the fall, Odessa, Texas, California, Kalinga, right, Timmy and, and Mary, wherever you are, New Jersey, wherever they are, Virginia, Florida, our friends in Chicago and New York, those friends that are watching now from Australia, our friends, our African friends, you, those that are in, in Asia, why would you be afraid? Afraid of what? The Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Again, you start the day giving things, saying your declarations. You have the faith. You honor God. And you say, Lord, what, what do we have today? I, I don't know if you get the, the, the idea that I'm telling you, but many of those things that I'm saying are precisely the things that negative people do and say to themselves all the time. But positive people is the opposite. The positive people say, no, I'm not a stock. I'm moving forward. I'm not alone. God is with me. I'm not lost. I know where I'm going. I'm not afraid. The Lord is with me. You see? Depending on the lens you have. That's what you need to change. The lens, my friend. <laughs> and if, if you're walking with Jesus, here's the great news too. Many others are walking with you. I'm walking with Jesus. My church is walking with me. My, my church members sometimes get there, out there, right? But you know what? The Lord said, if there are 99, but you lose one, you're going after the one. And I am calling them and texting. You know I'm texting you and calling you. And I'm going to go and get you because that's my job. And I do it because I love you, not because it's my job. But it's my job.
I get my church members. Come on, let's walk. Let's walk. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Let's walk. Let's walk. Come on, come on, come on. Yeah, but I don't feel like, well, I don't care. Come on. Put your pants. Put your shoes on. We got to go. We gotta, come, on, come on, come on, come on. But I don't feel like I don't care. Come on, put your lipstick. <laughs> Fix your hair. Come on, shave. <laughs> Trim that beard. <laughs> Whatever you need. Get a new shirt. Here is your new shirt. Put your shoes on. Whatever. Come on. Because I am not walking by myself. With me, there are many other believers. So we hang out with other believers. By the way, watch the message like the eagles. And if somebody that is watching right now can do me a favor, go to the YouTube channel, find the message like the eagles, and put in a comment the link to that message. That is something that you need to hear. Like the eagles. It's a good message. Precisely the hat that. Many people are walking with you. Okay? And the other thing that I love about walking with Jesus is that my destination is heaven. Some of us are going to end our lives in our teenager years. Others in their 20s, others in their 30s, others in their 40s, others in their 50s, others in their 60s, others in their 70s, others in their 80s, others in their 90s. Others in their 100, others in the 120, etc. Eventually, we are going to leave this part of eternity. We will go to the other side of eternity. But this is the beautiful thing about it. When we are walking with Jesus, what's our destination? Now, are you sure about that destination? Or maybe that's the deal. How many believers today, they are still cert not certain that they are going to heaven? Come on, my friend. And you have been in church for how many years? 40? And still debate if you are going to go to heaven? What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's what I say. Something is wrong with me. Exactly. And you know what is that? That you just don't believe. You have to believe. Romans 10, 9. We say that scripture constantly. If you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died for you, and you confess as, his, as, his, as your Lord, you will go to heaven. So for all of us that we believe that we are going to heaven, that is awesome. As far as I'm, I'm concerned, we can have right now an atomic attack bomb from whatever and destroy this place in, on earth. I'm going to heaven. I'm okay with that. I don't think it's going to happen. I am certain in my heart that there are many wonderful things that the Lord has for us to do as a church. I feel that way. But if for whatever reason there is an accident... Or whatever situation happens. And the Lord takes me home. I am fine. I'm going to heaven. I'm going to heaven. I'm ready. If he wants me to go to heaven, I'll go to heaven. What about you? Well, I'm not sure about that. I want to do other things first. Like what? I, I haven't bought the convertible I want. <laughs> oh, how spiritual of you. What else? Well, I don't inheritance ready for my children oh that's very very uh, of you so how much do you have for your children well so far nothing how old are you 62 <laughs> friend <laughs> at 62 you don't have anything for your children <laughs> about it. 
Your destination is heaven. What really matters in this life is eternity. What's the best inheritance you can give to your children and grandchildren? The knowledge of Jesus. Spirituality. That's the best thing to, to provide to anybody. It's the best, best thing you can do with your life. Sharing with others that there is hope in Jesus' name. Mark 1.17, you know, the first part says, Come, follow me, and I will send you out to fish for people. Now, here we are talking about what is the fifth section of this message when we say, I follow. Okay, if I follow God, I should be making disciples. And do you know why? Because the, because the Lord wants more disciples. The Lord wants more disciples. The Lord wants more children. The Lord wants more people coming to the kingdom. Do you agree with that sentence? Well, I suppose, I guess God wants more people in, in church. Not necessarily church like you are thinking. God wants more people being part of his kingdom so they will go to the same destination you are going, which is heaven. The Lord wants more disciples. Part of your process of following God is to understand that not just the blessings are for you exclusively, the blessings are for everybody else that learns those principles. So when you are following God, you say, I'm I want to be part of this making disciples process. I want to be part of it. But uh, do you think still there is opportunity? Because there are so many preachers everywhere. So many churches. So many churches. I cannot compete with all those preachers on social media. Really? How can I be part of this making disciples process? Well, it's very simple. Get it. There are, there are so many lost people in the world. And the Lord wants more disciples. If God wants more disciples, that means that he is going to help you to do it. I want to say that one more time. Please try to understand this, my friend, is vital. If the Lord wants more disciples, which he wants, he is going to help you to do it. He will guide you how to do it. Because it's his desire. And you know what? He is the one that can change people. But if you don't want to even talk to people about God, you, don't want, you are afraid even to say, God bless you today. Really? You are afraid of praying in the restaurant because you don't know what they are going to think of you. Really? You have to say now, happy holidays, because you don't want to offend anybody. Really? <laughs> the Lord is with you. He will protect you and guide you. Tell people. God loves you. The Lord God has a plan for you. You don't know what those words are going to do in the heart of people. Well, I don't want to offend anybody. You know, I'm, I'm a very, very private person. I respect everybody. You know, I don't want to disrespect. I don't want to cross my boundaries. <laughs> Listen, if, if all the preachers in the past were thinking like you, we would not be saved. No, I don't, I don't want to cross the boundaries. You know what? My preachers, the ones that preached to me, they didn't respect the boundaries. They grabbed me and said, you go to church, young man. <laughs> Point. That's it. They've told me, you have to believe in God. But why? Listen to the preacher. 
Sit down there. <laughs> but you don't want to make any effort because you want to be so politically correct. Bologna, my friend, that's bologna. <laughs> You're going to give that excuse to God? Honestly, will you really be in heaven? Okay, let's suppose you're in heaven. Here's Jesus. Oh, thank you so much, Lord, that you brought me here. Yes, I love you. Come here. Let's talk. And, you know, after the whole greeting and all that, then the question will be, so let me, let me ask you something, my dear. Yes, Lord, what do you say? Whatever, whatever. You know everything anyways. Yes, I do. <laughs> but let me ask you something. Why you never wanted to invite anybody to believe in me? Why you never talked to anybody about your beliefs? Why you never wanted to invite anybody to church? Why you never say to people, God bless you? Why you never said to people that God has a plan for their lives? Why you never said that Jesus is Lord? Why? And then you will say, Lord, you know, it was not appropriate at that point in time. Is that what you're going to say? Is that what you're going to say? Is really that what you're going to say, my friend? To the Lord God in heaven that you were afraid of people. That's why you were not able to invite people to believe in God. And you think that the Lord will say, oh, that's okay. Not a problem. Go and get your, your meal. You really think that is going to happen? No, my friend. It's not going to happen that way. Because you have a responsibility with the kingdom of God. With yourself and with the Lord and for the lost people. You are saved because had the courage and say, hey, you have to believe this. You have to hear this. How many of us, we are the result of the effort of so many people giving us tracks? <laughs> huh? How many people told us, listen to this cassette. You remember cassettes? <laughs> listen to this cassette. Of course, the millennials have no clue what a cassette is. It's something before, prior to CDs. A CD? What's a CD? It's before MP3 files. Many of us are saved because there was somebody. Hey, how you doing? I want to invite you to come to church. Many preachers did that in the past. You know that? Many people. The Lord wants to use you. And of course, my friends, people need the Lord. You just need to listen to what they are talking about. You just stand there near the convenience store. You know what happened in the convenience store? You see most people carrying a pack. Not a 6, not a 12, not an 18, but a 24 pack of alcoholics for the night. And the next day, the same thing. And with that, the rest of the stuff that they consume. And you know why is that? Because they are lost. People need the Lord. And you are thinking, I, I'm afraid to tell this person that there is God. That God loves him. Maybe they can hit me with a bottle of that alcohol drink. They won't. They won't. People need the Lord. You follow God? Yes, I do. Okay, are you making disciples? Uh, not sure. Maybe. Not really. There you go. Now we are talking. You have to be honest. You know what? 
people in general want to get closer to God. They do. Give them a chance. Maybe you are that messenger. Tell them. God loves you. There is hope for you. Search for churches in your area. Go to church on Sunday. You have the opportunity to change people by making disciples. (laughs) But this is going to shock you. How many Christians are floating today? How many Christians are everywhere floating? Floating. What do you mean by that? They're just in the air. They don't have a connection with any church. They don't listen to any preacher. They don't go to church. They stop praying. They don't read the Bible. They are Christians. Because when they were little, one day, they believed. They are Christians because when they were young, they went to church. They are Christians because someday, years ago, they found the truth and the Lord saved them. But now all of those people that got saved because of their inheritance or because of things that happened that they became believers, now they are floating. And they are everywhere, in the workplace, in your neighborhood, even in your family, with your friends. Floating Christians. And you are walking next to them. You have the opportunity to tell this person, I'm praying for you. As soon as I get in my car, I want you to know that I will pray for you. I remember this story. This guy came one day to the church. You know, first-time visitors, they don't go to the front row. (laughs) No, they go to the back. He did that. The last row, there was a time for the prayers. Like we used to have in churches, right? So we are praying. But this particular guy was sitting there during the time of prayer. And he just bowed his head, closed his eyes. And he was there quietly. And then I see one of the church leaders that walked behind him. And put his hand on his shoulder. Softly. Just touch him. So, this church leader put his hand there and lift up the other hand and start to pray. I don't know what was the prayer. I don't know what he said. I just saw that. And then I see the guy, that the visitor that just came to this church, started to sob there, cry like a baby. In that chair. The touch of somebody. How many Christians are floating today? They just need somebody. Touching their shoulder. And saying a prayer. But you are so concerned with your own personal things, right? You just can't think. And open your eyes to the need of others. That's sad, my friend. God wants to reach out the world, but he will do it through us. Through us. I am doing my job, part, probably not everything that I can, 
But what about you? Are you doing your job, my friend? Are you doing your job for God? Are you doing your job for God? Are you doing your best to reach out to the lost? Are you doing it? That's what you need to think about. Following God for what? For more riches and glory. For another car. For another house. For another thing. What else? Uh, for, for my descendants. Uh, and what else? Please don't tell me you are one of those selfish Christians that all that you care is yourself. Please don't tell me that. Please don't tell me that. It breaks my heart. Imagine how the Lord feels. I follow God. Well, I'm going to do whatever in order to make disciples. But here's the best part about making disciples. And you have to understand this. When you are making disciples, do you know that this disciple is going to be a great friend of yours? You gain somebody for the Lord. Whether it's a Christian that is floating, a floating Christian, or somebody that was lost. And you become friends with this person. Is now your disciple. Do you have any idea how his life is going to change thanks to you? Do you have any idea how much this guy is going to love you? Because you are putting effort in that relationship? Do you have any idea what you are going to do in the life of this person? person to other and other and other? This, this person, this family... Are, are going to love you forever because you are putting an effort to save their souls. But if you don't have a conscience about that, if you are all, totally unaware of that, you will continue living this selfish life just for yourself. Is that the example the Lord Jesus is giving you? Is that the example that you have from your pastor? A selfish life, living himself and himself alone. When finally we see that getting disciples is something so beautiful, we will be so eager to share the word of God everywhere. Everywhere. We won't be afraid of that. But regardless of that, I want you to know next Sunday, January the 3rd, our worship service 223, I'll be talking to you about a new thing. It's called Bible ING. Now, you know ING is the, end, the ending for the expressions that are current, present, right? Walking, talking, so Bibling. That's what I'll be talking to you. What is the meaning of having the Bible in current, present? Constantly. That's what I will be teaching to you next Sunday. But I want to end asking you this question. To follow God? Do you want to follow God, my friend? I know my friends here in the church, they are, they are following God. But what about you, my dear viewer? Are you interested in following God? Do you want to follow God for real? I hope you do. That's my desire. 
That is the reason why I do what I do. Because it's my life. My life is about to see others getting closer to the Lord. And I love my life for that reason. He saved me to do this. What if you give your heart to God today? Start with one simple thing, my friend. One simple thing. Read the scripture on the screen. Romans 10, 9. If you openly say, Jesus is my Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from death, you will be saved. That's all that is required. Start there. And you take it from there. So now I will give you the opportunity. Please, there is a prayer on the screen that I'm going to share with you. Read it with me out loud, okay? You can do that. Come on, everybody. Dear God, I want to follow you. You are the best leader that I could ever have. I can trust you. I know you will protect me and lead me always. Please forgive me. You are the one I want to adore. You are my God. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I need to change. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. My friends, do you realize that it is, it is here on the cross where everything begins? This beautiful cross where we receive the forgiveness of our sins. What if you say with me, I am forgiven and saved faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare my life to be great and blessed in 2021. Friends, thank you so much for coming up today to the church. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And you too, my dear viewer. Receive the blessing of God, and I'll be looking forward to meet you one day. Until that day, be blessed. Enjoy your family and friends. turns from darkness to light. Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight. Anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served. I know, I know, I know, I know. you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.